You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. So right now we're just waiting on our guest to arrive. She'll probably be here in about, I don't know, 10 or so minutes. Yeah. Our guest today is going to be our good friend Jessica Bogwitz. And uh, we're very excited to have her on again. Yeah, definitely. We, we had a really good time last time. I had a blast. And we'll get to talk more about the Bush Hicks and everything. We'll, we'll yeah. get into all that. Who knows what we're going to talk about? Yeah, we'll get into more of that a little later. Yeah. But uh, today, I feel kind of crazy today because, I mean, I'm, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm two weeks. Today marks two weeks that I've had no caffeine. I oh, went, I damn. I went cold turkey off of coffee. Mazel And uh, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone <laughs> because uh, it's pretty brutal. Um, not so much the withdrawal. I like, mm-hmm. I went through it. Like I would say I'd have maybe like a cup or so a day, but I, I didn't go so much through like the withdrawals, maybe like a few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Felt like a little feverish. Uh, oh damn. But not nothing, nothing crazy though. And then <laughs> that went away. Now I just miss having coffee. Like I haven't even had any decaf. I've been drinking herbal teas oh, okay and herbal teas really don't cut it for me they're, they're, they're honestly it's like relaxing it's like a nice thing yeah. i think it's something i'm gonna add into my repertoire once i start drinking coffee again but it's like it's just um yeah it's it's like a nice relaxing thing but not yeah. something not something to replace coffee at least for me yeah i definitely have cut back myself yeah. I, I haven't completely eliminated it because i think I, I would just freak out yeah but um Recently, I went to the doctor, and they were like, you need to drink way more water and watch your cholesterol. So I've been drinking, I think, like a liter and a half every day yeah. of water and brought my coffee down to one cup of coffee a day. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. solid. And then I had to change up my, the rest of my diet, which was kind of annoying. They're like, avoid red meat. And I'm like, but that's the best meat. Really? Why, why, do, places, why do people say that? Why, why, do, places, that it, why, do, why do doctors say avoid red meat? Avoid it? Because I think it... it somehow involves cholesterol See, brings it up i've heard different things different schools of thought on okay. red meat and i've heard the same thing too yeah this is we're calling this the pre-science episode of, <laughs> of the poncho section um but you heard about those things called vaccines yeah i don't i don't that's <laughs> really funny i was just talking um about jenny mccarthy today oh she's an anti-vaxxer yeah um yeah so red yeah i don't understand the whole thing against red meat because red meat has a lot of iron and that's like that's very important that's true yeah. um yeah I, I i really don't understand why red meat's gotten so much scrutiny i've i've heard other doctors and other nutritionists actually say that that's bad that we should be eating red meat oh red really it's actually important yeah. i've heard about it, it was called the caveman diet yeah and they said it's like you pretty much predominantly only eat red meat yeah but I don't know. I feel like that's kind of, it's a bad name for it because the cavemen had to like, you had to go and kill. Well, is that like the paleo diet? I don't even know. But I, I know like if for the cavemen, they had to like go, they had to track their meal for like three days with a stick and have to like fight it and kill it. So I'm assuming that's kind of like also a contributing factor. Yeah, they didn't go to the supermarket and shop right. for it, so it's, it's and they a also kind of died at like the age of thirty-four. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the one thing that that no one talks about enough is that they're like, oh, well, like our ancestors ate this way and they were much healthier. It's like, 
That's true, but like modern medicine has also done a lot of great things that yeah. we live a lot longer. The liberal media once doesn't want you to know yeah. that mainstream media, the fake news, with their fake news, yeah. don't want you to know how it really was for the cave, those right. cavemen. Right. So I think, yeah, I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't really get the whole cutting out red meat. I mean, meat, meat by itself without anything like, mm-hmm. you know, without any um, fried, like not being fried or yeah. any extra stuff on it. It doesn't like hurt my stomach, you know, it doesn't do anything mm-hmm. bad. Um, I think it's the other stuff. I think it's like the the fried stuff that goes on top or like, you know, the grains. Like there's a lot of that stuff yeah. that I feel like that gets in the way. So I don't I don't know. That's just how I feel. But uh, what what else do they tell you to cut out besides red meat? Mainly, I think it was just the red meat. Oh, really? um, drinking mainly, which is, that's annoying. What, like just alcohol? Yeah, cut back on alcohol. Yeah, which, well, they I mean, never, they never, doctors never say, like, keep doing what you're doing in the alcohol department. Like, they're just, <laughs> they're always like, they, they're never, uh, I guess the best thing they could say is that, like, don't, don't make it any worse. Yeah, that's or true. Or don't drink anymore. Yeah, but I've been, so I've been trying to, I've been cutting back on the red meat. I've been doing, mm. I made a chicken slash turkey chili the other day oh that's good yeah it was actually pretty good you know what though cooking is good cooking is satisfying and yeah. if you cook something good like you know me and my girlfriend we do blue apron oh nice and, and that's been great that's yeah. like a you yeah that forces, blue apron forces you give to us cook. some money yeah <laughs> <laughs> or i guess maybe any meal kit service would, would yeah. do would do the same thing but that, we just happen to use that one right i would assume that that would be a bit healthier because i guess they have like the, the specific portions yeah and so and that's for me is a big problem i can't i'm really bad with portion control yeah well that that always that always becomes a huge problem mm-hmm. um right now i'm very distracted by the neighbors they're yeah. they're banging around i might have to go say something we'll Uh-oh. see how much worse this gets maybe it's a basketball yeah <laughs> yeah uh we'll see how much worse this gets but um i think our guest should be here soon right I would assume so. Yeah. So why don't we? We gave you a little health preview. Yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we pause this for now, and then we'll come right back, and we'll have Jess on. That yep. way, we'll have a nice smooth transition. Excellent. And if we don't come back, is because the police came because we killed the neighbors. That's right. Yep. We'll see you in a sec. All right. And we're back, and we have Jess here with us. Hey guys, how's it going? Excellent. Yeah, it's going all right today. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. Of course. How no. Was your trip over. I'm all right. Yeah. You know, weekend trains. Mm, yeah, how about go. those mm. New York City subway trains, huh? <laughs> they are great. Yeah, did I ever tell you the story that I went on a date once with this girl and she uh, was telling me about all the positive energy she felt on the subway? No. All, and I was like, what magical train are you riding to every day? <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's a secret train. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been on that one. That's gonna that's gonna be in my comedy routine. Look out for that very soon. Nice. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah, that'll cool. be interesting. We'll we'll get more into that in another episode. But cool. I want to talk about right off the bat. Um, oh, now I'm forgetting the name of the place. It was in we were in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. one of the uh, well we saw Jess's band, the Bush Hicks play. Knitting Factory at the Knitting Factory. What what was the I was thinking of our I get it mixed up with Arlene's Grocery. I don't know. Yeah, why. they're kind of the same. Arlene's is in the Lower East Side. Yeah, I just get the names mixed up, but. Um, yeah, the knitting factories in Williamsburg, right? Mm-hmm. Technically, I think so. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I'd say so. So we were at your show, or at least I was there, right? I don't know if you were there, Mike. I didn't. I don't think I was able to make it. I think I actually. Was yeah, what's your reason? S- I didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! I think I was actually like very ill that night. 
like legit yeah. just like okay i remember this under yeah. several blankets but i just remember so we're at the show and i really like the setup of that place me too and you guys you guys were the openers and you were crushing it and we were there and everyone was getting into the music everyone was but everyone was hanging back yeah you know? and everyone mm-hmm. was it was in this the way it's kind of hard to describe how the place is set up but everyone was kind of hanging back and like bobbing their heads a little bit and everything and i lean over to one of our good friends orpheus and i'm like this has to we need to change this <laughs> says the next song and i'm never a person to do this like the next song like we have to come up to the front even if no one else follows us we need to come up to the front mm-hmm. because we need to support our friends you know we're not going to be these people who hang back so we did and we got we got like a few people right we we mm-hmm. had a few people come up it wasn't like everyone there were people there was it was probably one half of the room did it one half of the room came up and then the other half kind of still like hung back a little bit but i feel like it it changed the dynamic like ever so slightly and i'm happy to do that I'm happy to, <laughs> like, I'm happy to help out <laughs> help out the show. The power you had. Oh, I yeah, appreciate it because yeah. I remember we started right at seven thirty. Yeah, which is early. It is early. Which, you know, so people are still getting yeah. into the feel. You know, they're they're just coming coming out from work or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because what I like about that place, the way you describe it, they have a separate bar section that has a soundproof glass, so you can see the stage, but you can kind of escape the music and talk and stuff. Yeah. So I think everyone is in that bar, and then well, we start playing, and we're like, no, nobody's in the venue bar <laughs> right. section. Yeah. I like made eye contact with Anthony, who is my boyfriend, in the bar, and I'm like playing the show. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. like pointing at his drink i'm like get in here <laughs> he's like i'm he's like i'm drinking is what i'm doing what are you doing <laughs> that's that's really funny i actually had a similar experience playing at arlene's grocery mm-hmm. where we were there and we're like nobody showed up no. oh no mm-hmm. but unfortunately nobody was there to like br- even bring the the crowd forward so we're just kind of like all right we're gonna play to three people yeah. hope you like it yeah. <laughs> and then you make eye contact with yeah. them it gets weird <laughs> stare them down well, yeah the show one. must go on you know that's that's really funny actually staring at the one person who's yep. there yeah it's like well you're here so i'm playing to you exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like i always try to watch the other bands we play with because usually people out of town so we bring in like people because we're from new york yeah so i always like to try to get the crowd going for other people and everyone wants to talk and it's always you know it's, it's tough but at the last show, you guys had, I mean, it was a pretty good amount of people, right? I mean, yeah. there was, uh, you had a lot of your coworkers there, I saw. Yeah, I think it was a good time. Like, everything yeah. was right. Like, it was right after work, right in Williamsburg, at a good venue. And because sometimes, like, you know, when we play the bitter end, we'll go on at like 11 and nobody comes out to those because it's well, just so late, you know? It is, it is late. I mean, but it is, it's kind of fun. It's fun to go mm. to those late shows. I enjoy yeah, that. But yeah, it is much easier for like right after work. That's a good, it's a good spot to have. Yeah, sure. yeah it, everything was right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to think the last time you were on the show, I don't know if the band had become a three piece yet. I'm trying to remember if you guys were still a four piece with Dave. Uh, yeah. I think um, you guys were definitely, yeah, I think you were still four piece. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even know you guys went down to three pieces. Oh, well, so that, okay, so Power there you trio, go. Power baby. Okay, oh, so yeah, so. Damn. So now, yeah, you guys have, you unfortunately lost one member. Yeah. But, um, it happens. To, to pursue other things. Not, yeah, not he you know, he's. Pursue his solo career, still good friends. Yeah, uh, which is great. Um, yeah. So, but as a three piece, like, how has that dynamic changed a little bit, or has it at all? 
I would say at first I was worried. I think yeah. we were really pushing to find a fourth just to fill in the holes, like kind of like rhythm guitar or like keyboards. I think we were scared. Oh, yeah. And um, obviously losing Dave, you know, was tough. He was powerful voice, mm-hmm. great guitar playing. But I feel like with just us in rehearsals and then when we did our first show with just us, it just felt actually right. Yeah. Because I think the three of us really care about the music and mm-hmm. we're all really close. Right. Well, that's, I think that's the big thing too, is that you guys are close. You're not just, it doesn't, at least to, to me, it doesn't seem that you guys are just bandmates. Mm. Like you guys are friends. Like you guys hang out together. You do uh, the Super Bowl together, you know, like everyone's yeah. just kind of hanging out and uh, everyone's really nice. Um, we got John, is it Johnny and John or they both go by John? They're John and John, Jess. <laughs> They're just John. So it's, it's the, the three tri- J's. The triple J. Yeah. Triple J. Triple J. Triple threats. You guys should team up with Guy Fieri because he's all about those triple things. <laughs> triple yeah. D, triple G, yeah. triple Listen, J. I just, got, I just got exposure to Guy Fieri, which we could talk about later. Oh, uh, yeah. That's totally a topic well, that I has to, to That has to you be just something got to talk exposure about. exposure to him. Yeah, last night I fought, like watched Guy's Grocery... Yeah, Triple what? G. Guy's Wait, Grocery Games. Oh, I haven't seen this. Oh, I've only snap. seen Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Yeah, well, that's Triple D. Oh, there it is. Oh. Yeah. Where he just goes to places and he's like, this is great. This is also great. <laughs> I love gonna this. i food. Yeah. 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 And yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I'm sure this new show is probably similar to that, right? Yeah. It's, we'll have it's, to dive into that. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like a supermarket sweep meets top chef they have like oh, okay. four contestants i believe and oh it's like a game show type and they're thing. in a grocery store so my friend she kept saying like guys grocery games guys grocery games i was like oh i guess it's a couple dudes hanging out going yeah. grocery shopping yeah. not realizing <laughs> that guy was for guy fieri you yeah. know i was like oh they got some ladies in there too that's great they're really inclusive and oh all <laughs> I could see him just going to like just doing a show with Guy Fieri where he's going to supermarkets and just like I love cocoa puffs these are great and just going and grabbing things from the shelves. <laughs> Jesus, you can't beat him. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. But this sounds pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. I actually might have to check this out. Yeah, I'm just saying you guys should try to team up. Yeah. Get the Triple J involved. Yeah, yeah. Triple yeah, J. you guys should be contestants on the show. That would be awesome. There you go. Yeah, that's how you do it. You know what, you guys? Yeah, can you guys J. cook? Uh, yes. you know what you could now i don't know why i'm thinking of this but maybe it's because the other week we were watching those family feud videos oh yeah they could you guys could go on family feud and do uh yeah as a a band as a band yeah feuding bands that would be you guys go up against the foo fighters oh Oh, man i will beat them i think they have a lot of people though now they're like six members now really yeah don't be intimidated by it you could bring on some extra members you know we could well hey we'll join in why not we'll be part of the band for a day yeah. All right. And we'll come in. We'll be on Family Feud. I think I'll, I think do well. I'll change my name to Jacquees. Jacquees. <laughs> just to fit with the J's. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, just And you'll be J's. Jethan. Jethan? Jethan. 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 I don't know. At that point, it sounds like I have a lisp. I don't know why. <laughs> when you add the J, there's some, there's something weird happens there. It's <laughs> real weird. Yeah. Yeah pretty strange so i'm curious do you guys ever have something that you know you could easily find out this information by just looking it up online mm-hmm. checking out the googles but for some reason you just you don't you like here's there's a part of you that either wants to find out this information i don't know i guess not that that much by but you want to find it out in some more of an organic kind of way mm-hmm. either by meeting somebody that that has 
the experience or the knowledge that you're texting seeing. a friend that would know. Yeah, mm. something like that. Is mm-hmm. there something that you guys could think of that you know, like, oh yeah, I could easily just find this information out. Oh but, yeah, health but, problems. Oh, I know. text my nurse friend. Oh, that's a that's a good one. Because when you go on WebMD, you're just going to conclude that you have cancer. So. Oh, if you go on WebMD, you have everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's anything specific. Like, if there's a, I don't know, maybe like a place or something mm-hmm. that I'm like, I'm like, I could just, I don't need to like Google this. Like, I, I could ask someone else about it. Like, yeah. or I know there's there's probably a lot of situations that I get myself into that I'm like, I don't, I don't really need to be doing this. Right. Like, I was looking, at, you know, the other day I was um, trying to figure out if I could like park at this place. Mm-hmm. And I was like going online. I'm like, just fucking call the place. And so I mm-hmm. just called them. I was like, can I park there? And like, yeah. I was like, all right, <laughs> cool. I'll see you later. And that was it. Like, it was right. very, it was very simple. Well, so you actually did something about it and found out the information. There's something that I've been wondering for far too long and haven't done nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And that is, what's Chinese food like in England? Because Chinese oh. food here, mm. like the Americanized Chinese food, isn't real Chinese food. Right. It's like an American bastardization of it that essentially... It's a whole different yeah, cuisine. It's, it's like yeah. a cuisine that's essentially was Americanized to, to fit the, the typical American palate. And whatever it is, Jews love it. Yeah, so. we love it. <laughs> Especially in Christmas. Out. Yeah, it's But like, I'll well. see like on TV or whatever, like a British show, they're like, oh, let's get some Chinese food. And I'm thinking, what's their Chinese food like? Right, is it Chinese Chinese food? Is it like, is anything like our Chinese food? Is it like regular Chinese food? I'm assuming it would probably be like a British, Britishized. That's, I don't, I don't that's an know. excellent question. I don't know. And I, I know I could probably look this up. But Listen, I, I, I know some British people. Yeah, you should ask them. I'll ask my British have, people. Have them reach back back out to us. Yeah, in the have comments. them call in. <laughs> put, put that in the comments section. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't actually know. I mean, like in with other stuff, like with Thai food and with like Japanese food and all that stuff, it's mm-hmm. the same. It's all the same. I know that like you get Indian food mm-hmm. in in the UK in general. Mm-hmm. It's better than here. Oh, I would imagine, yeah. And yeah, it's 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 fantastic. Like we mm-hmm. had when um, we were in Scotland, um, we had a lot of uh, Indian food. Oh, okay, and it was fantastic. Those are the benefits of colonization. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I was about to say know, England yeah. has a good. Uh... They have a leg up. That's why <laughs> we should colonize more. Then we'll get better cuisine. <laughs> that's right. right. That's that's the, how that works. That's right? how it all works. Yeah, it's all that, for the food. Yeah. All for the food. So yeah, that's something I've always wondered mm-hmm. and done nothing about it to find out the information. Yeah. All right. I'm going to help you out, Mike. Yes, please do. Because it's like, I feel like it's not an easy question. Because I feel like sometimes when I'll Google something, I don't know how to word it just right yeah. to get what the result you want because it brings up another result. And it's like, that's yeah. not what I want. Right. Well, isn't like Google, like, it's like the questions like you're ashamed to ask. So it's like, <laughs> Google doesn't know me. And then you type it in. But Google really does know you. Oh, Google it knows, knows exactly, it. knows everything about you. It starts you. like anticipating what you want to say. And you're like, oh, God, I know this is a bad question. Uh-oh. Well, it, either that, like, does it knows because it's like a lot of people ask I that guess same people, thing. Yeah. Or does it know, like, we know what you're going to ask. Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Because sometimes I think that I'm like, scary. it fills it in. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if, if I look up at like an actor or something and it's like and then it appears i'm like why does it know that why is it like to a lot of people i don't know it could be that like it's a movie that just came out and maybe it's like someone people are like oh who is this guy and a lot of people have been googling it Mm -hmm. or they're just like 
we know what you're up to. Because <laughs> they're listening to us all yeah. the time. The uh, scariest thing is when freaky. you get like only two or three letters in and it throws up what oh, you're yeah. looking for. And I'm just like, ah, I'm going to look this up later. Because yeah. I, yeah. I don't feel safe right now. I'm going to a different computer. No, I just hate it when you're talking about something with somebody mm-hmm. and oh, it pops yeah. up in your ads. Well, you have you have yes. Alexa. And I'm yes. sure Alexa is taking in everything you guys are saying all, so. all the time. And yeah. she's, she's saying yeah. like, oh, they're... Dun, dun, dun. They're talking about, I don't know, uh, bath mats. We know what for you. Know, <laughs> I don't know. We're going we're gonna to recommend you some. Like, she's listening that's to all your That's why you're getting com- all those bath mats. That's why you're getting all those bath mat advertisements. Damn it. So that's, that's what she's doing. She's oh, listening to you guys. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I don't know why I went to bath mats, but that's what first popped into my head. All right. Maybe Sorry. uh, but now, maybe you know that now, he needs bath mats. You know what? You know oh, what's going to happen? Shit. Now I'm going to get advertisements for <laughs> yeah. bath mats now that I've been talking you about You should advertise this. bath mats in yeah. this episode. This episode is brought to you by bath mats. Yeah. <laughs> if Wipe only, your feet off when you get out of the shower. If only we could get some good advertising from some bath, some company that makes bath mats. Yeah. Bed Bath & Beyond. Bed Bath & Beyond sells them, definitely. We are open to your advertising. Yeah. I hope uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we should talk, we should bring it back yeah. It's more about the band. Let's do it. And, uh, yeah, totally. What? Um, so when is, well, when's your next show? Our next show is actually next Thursday. Oh, okay. The 22nd, Arlene's Grocery, 8 o'clock. Okay. So, <laughs> Mike, so I don't Mike think this will be. Mike is wondering if he's free or not. Well, I don't know if this episode will be out in time for that. I see. It's actually coming out that day. Oh, well, that's Perfect. really. Perfect. That's good. February 22nd? Yep. Well, we'll definitely. Oh no, it's not. It's a different podcast. Is coming out the twenty second. No, Damn it. we're gonna be a couple weeks ahead. So yours. Is so this was like last time. I feel like I'm having deja vu. Yeah, yours is yeah. coming out March eighth. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I just get... updated the calendar to so, make sure. So we got yeah. So we got a little bit of time. But what we can do is we can still promote it on our page yeah. and stuff beforehand. So that's that's right. probably even better because it'll be it. right in people's yeah. faces. But um. So this is a reminder. If you were at the show, how did it go? Yeah. <laughs> Comment below. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, exactly. Please say yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And and if I'm not mistaken, you're going to have a special guest on that show? Is, is yes. That... A very special guest. Oh. Yeah. No longer a secret, so I can announce it now. Uh, Mr. Dan Vicentainer. Yes. Oh. Get a little sexy. Good Dan little the man. On that show. Uh, <laughs> very talented player. Yeah. Oh, no. It's going to be fantastic. I like that you guys bring him in. And I think that's like a cool thing, bringing mm-hmm. other musicians to kind of mix things up a little bit. Yeah. yeah, that'll be that'll be really nice. And I'd love to have Dan on to get his opinion because he's uh, apparently has perfect pitch. Yeah, yes. and I can't imagine like there's it's got to be like two there's two things got to be going on. One, it's got to be awesome because mm-hmm. you could just ah uh, oh, that's a yeah, yeah, a yeah. D or whatever. But there's another part where you have to hear every mistake and yeah. it must drive you nuts. It's both yeah. a curse. Yeah, and I think a it's gift. more. I think it's more of a curse. But we should definitely have him on to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I want to have him on for for uh, for that and for something else as well. Okay, talk about some other things. But yeah. we can do a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, um, so he's good yeah, people. We'll That's exciting. And that good he's, people. It's yeah. exciting that he's going to be on the show. Yeah, we actually. I don't know if he wants me telling the story, but we had Uh-oh. a little incident oh, at our rehearsal. Please Uh-oh. tell it. So we were just playing. I think we were playing one or two songs. Going great. Dan's best. Perfect pitch. Helping me out because uh, John doesn't know music theory that well. So <laughs> when I ask him to t- tell me what a riff is, he just kind of goes, "Oh, it's blue." I'm like, "No, I like I need you to tell me like what the notes are." Oh, it's blue. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Okay, Dan, what notes did he play?" He's like, "Oh, he played B C B C A A." I was like, "Thank you." Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, that's great. 
we were playing, all of a sudden the sax just falls onto the ground, hits like the corner of the bass amp. Oh, snap. And he can't make a sound out of it. <laughs> Wait, so the, the the sax just fell? Like Yeah, I think it just wasn't clipped on fully on his like little oh, necklace no. thing. Oh, Wait, no. so it doesn't it doesn't work anymore? <laughs> So I think what it was, it was like just a little pipe. And that's the problem with saxophones. They're so complicated oh, yeah. and intricate. Oh, like you really look that. at one, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. I've never I've never played one, so I don't know. I originally mm-hmm. wanted to play the sax, but I ended up getting the trombone. Oh. Yes. But then I left and started playing the viola. Oh, you didn't like the I didn't trombone? Know you uh, I didn't like that. the band teacher. Uh, he was uh, kind of an that asshole. That would do it, yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. that's a common thing. Band teachers oh, yeah. are just terrible. Orchestra yeah. teachers are, like, are yeah. sweethearts. But yeah. For the most part, I had I had a uh, not so great one, but you know I don't want to yeah. give her any bad what did, publicity. What did you guys play in, in high school or, oh, or I was elementary a, school or whatever? I was a cellist for like seven years. Oh, nice! But uh, I'm oh, gonna, I'm gonna add that, that I'm gonna add that to my comedy routine too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> looking forward actually, to it. Actually, I don't know if I will. We'll see. I Hello. Might, I might I might give it a give it a try. See what see what happens. Very cool. But uh, yeah, uh, for seven years, I was never very good, but I kind of stuck with it just to kind of get through um, mm-hmm. high school because I, I liked being around it, mm-hmm. being around music. Yeah, um, it's always something that I thought like maybe I'd go back to because it's a really pretty instrument, but uh, it's it's kind of a hassle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I feel like it's like I don't know. There's like a pretentious thing around. Um, around like those around string instruments maybe that was just me how i felt but mm. I, I was i see like cellists now in bands like there's that guy in the avet brothers the cellist mm-hmm. and like he's really cool and i'm like man i should have been like that guy i should have been like <laughs> yeah. i should have I had his attitude i was just like i don't know but he had like a good attitude and and really stuck it out so yeah. I, I respect the shit out of that guy nice um respect anyway so, so yeah what were so you were Trom- trombone viola guy tromboner yeah tromboner, yeah. tromboner <laughs> for like half of fourth grade yeah and then mm-hmm. onto the viola for i think total of nine years oh okay oh so you, you really yeah. did it a long wow. time nice. how'd you make it that long i don't know it was <laughs> As magic. A violist. it was all right um it was nice. I was actually the the good. I think the good thing was that um, I never really had to fight for the first chair. There was always a there was a, mm-hmm. this kid who was way better, and so I was typically fighting for like second or third. Mm-hmm. Um, and then towards like high school or like the nor, towards the end of high school, it was just me and this one other person who would typically trade off between second and third chair depending on whatever concert just happened so we're like all right i did second chair this last concert you you get it this time so it was just like ended up becoming really kind of just relaxing or whatever yeah teamwork yeah it was it was nice and i also did the string ensemble because i wasn't nerdy enough so (laughs) i did that yeah, why? Why is that though? Why is that string instruments get correlated yeah, with get nerdy? A bad rap. I, why? Why is I don't understand it. Like they're they're good instruments. They I don't are. really I don't really see the connection. Like just because you play any instrument, like an, an instrument is like there's like cooler instruments than other ones. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I mean, weird. French horn's not that. Yeah. sexy to some people i'd say drums are are, are pretty cool yeah, drums, yeah. Are, drums, so drums are probably all on the, the cool top of the kids cool did chain. progression uh, but percussion or yeah. they did double bass so what's yeah, oh the yeah. what's the so i would say drums and guitar well wh- what would you say drums or guitar would be at like the top of like the cool pyramid. oh definitely mm-hmm. which which oh, one which though? one i would say drums yeah personally. i'd say drums just because they kind of like you always need drums yeah in most music, mm-hmm. yeah, well, they're so, everywhere. Like, and they're always cool. Yeah, because you don't always need a guitar in like jazz band. Although you probably should have it in jazz band, mm-hmm. but like in in like your what is it horn band? Uh, you don't need one in orchestra, but yeah. you always need drums. 
And what's at the bottom? Yeah. What's at the bottom of the list? Pro- I, I don't know, because like... The bassoon? Oboe? The, the oboe. oboe. Yeah, bassoon. I don't know. Some of those woodwind instruments? I like, yeah. the, I like the oboe. Oboe's, I do. Oboe's very difficult to play, yeah. apparently, because it's the, what, the double reed or something? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I like the... You know what's up there in the cool thing? What? The sousaphone. <gasps> the Everybody likes the sousaphone. sousaphone. Oh, I got a good sousaphone story. Oh yeah. Well, it's not the greatest, but it's a it's a story about a sousaphone. Let's hear. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's the greatest. I just remember back in college, Oneonta represent um, the band. I know the band wasn't that big, but I remember the band teacher like he, they lost a sousaphone. They didn't know where the sousaphone went. Oh, no. <laughs> How do you lose a sousaphone? Exactly. So eventually, I was in the recording studio. And I went to like one of the back rooms. I'm like, oh, there's a sousaphone in there. And somebody's like, hey, doctor, whatever his name was, looking for that. And then when that guy finally got his hands on that sousaphone, he was the happiest man I've ever seen. That's he was really carrying nice. it around. He was playing it. Oh, that's, that's it was just ni- it was like a reunite, like reun, like it was you know when you have that old man waiting at the airport for his wife to come back. Yeah, that's reunion. That's yeah. like what it felt like. It was very just heartwarming. there with some flowers. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. So we didn't. Have, what was what was your instrument then? Oh yeah, going, going me. Through, yeah, 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 going through uh, elementary. I feel like I talked about it in the last podcast. Probably did. Probably, Probably did. We're just we so, have bad memories. Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> Uh, I, I was like, I wanted to play saxophone, mm-hmm. right? Because I was obsessed with Lisa Simpson and yes. uh, Bill right. Clinton for some reason. I don't know why. And who wasn't? I couldn't make a sound out of it, so they yeah. told me to play a stringed instrument. So my brother played the bass. So I was like, I'm gonna be like my big brother. So I was like, I played the bass. I remember when I told my mom, like, I'm playing the bass. I'm so cool. My mom's like, Why didn't you play the flute? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I was I played double bass and then I got an electric bass guitar in uh when I was in middle school and then in high school there's two orchestras we had a, I gra- graduated like 700 kids I went to a really big high school oh damn yeah so we had two orchestras the lower orchestra and the higher orchestra so they needed viola players so I was like I'm gonna play viola oh wow so I played viola for like two years so at one point I was the first bass in the high orchestra I was first viola in the lower orchestra. So what viola and violin to me always seems so similar. So what mm-hmm. what like attracts people to the viola over the violin? Just to be different? People are, they push it on people. Really? Yeah, they, <laughs> they do. I was yeah. uh, I originally the first instrument I started playing was the piano. Yeah. And me me as well actually. <clears throat> when yeah. I moved from the band to the orchestra, mm-hmm. my I think it was my piano teacher, she was just like you should try to do the violin because they play in treble clef and mm-hmm. you already know the treble clef from playing right. piano. That's smart. So I went in and they're like we already have enough viola yeah. uh, violins. You play the viola. I'm like, "Okay, I guess like, that's what yeah, I'm playing now." But I don't want to. Well, you're playing it now. Yep. I guess I'm playing the I'm viola. Playing now. the viola. Yep. Now. Okay. Yeah. Yep, that's usually how viola players come <laughs> about. Nobody's nobody's like, "I want to play viola." Do you want to play all harmony? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I, yeah. actually, I kind of remember that with certain, like, violin players would, like, switch over because they didn't really have an option. Mm-hmm. And they always, for some reason, they sat, like, on the other side of the room. I don't know why. <laughs> At least I just remember the way our room was set up. Like, yeah. the violin players, like, there were so many chairs. And then, like, the viola players were, like, on the opposite side of the room where no one could see Oh, them. damn. Yeah. yeah. But usually, what? It's, like, first violins, second violins, then violas, then cellos, and then mm-hmm. the basses yeah. in the back. Mm-hmm. Basses, cellos, and then basses right behind. Because I had a friend who was always right behind me. Yeah, uh, it was 
it was fun because we were like, causing trouble. Yeah, we did actually <laughs> in the back. We used to cause trouble. At least when I was like in middle school, a friend of mine, we used to get kicked out of class a lot, and it was weird because we weren't bad kids. But I think like in like <laughs> in the hierarchy of like orchestra, we were considered bad. Even we, we were good, like everywhere among else. the dorks. <laughs> it was like it's like we were considered like delinquents. Yeah, <laughs> it was just really. Yeah, it was really fun. Did did you guys? Uh, I know. So you're saying you never really got kicked out of any other class, but Jess, no. did you ever? Were, were you ever a bad kid getting kicked out, cutting <laughs> class? Uh, I have to say, French class. I had. It's like sometimes you just have that one friend. You, you're just like you bring out the worst in each other. Really, it's mm. the best because you're having a great time. We had to get separated in French class, <laughs> and then I remember I was taking a regular U.S. history in high school, and I was like the best in the class because it was like I'm sorry, I'm super pompous right now, but I was like no, usually I was fine. taking like the honors classes. Yeah. And so I was like, he considered me his best student for some reason. And I was addicted to coffee since I was 12 years old. And I ran out of coffee. My mom didn't get me any. And I was falling asleep in class. And all of a sudden he goes like, even my best student's falling asleep in class. I was oh like, my no. gosh. Wait, so you were drinking coffee at 12 yeah. years old? That's Holy impressive. shit. I wanted to be mature. <laughs> that's that's early i don't think my parents would have let they i started drinking coffee at 16 i was just saying actually when we started that i haven't drank coffee in two weeks which like is the nice. longest i've gone since i was 16 feel terrible oh. um <laughs> i i mean i don't have any I, I mean i said this already but i don't have any withdrawals or anything i, I like went through that maybe like a couple days yeah usually but, the withdrawal for coffee is like a Two, two or three days. It's yeah. not bad. I'm not like crazy with it. Like I, I drink like a cup, maybe two a day mm-hmm. um, at this point. So like it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't insane. But um, now I just kind of miss it. I'm like, no, I'd like a cup. Like it would just be nice. That's the thing. I just love the taste of coffee. Yeah, me too. I don't even want it for like the caffeine part. So I drink decaf. Yeah, I would even have decaf. But like, I have I like four cups. Oh, okay. oh damn. But we I, have free coffee at work. So. Oh, well that, that helps. I mean, I... I haven't even drank any like decaf, so I just haven't had any coffee at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of crazy. I'm trying to like, I don't know, I'll see if I can go another week. Well, I don't know if it's going to happen, but uh, I believe I'm, in you. I'm getting, yeah, but I'm getting kind of restless. I'm like, why am I doing this? I should just have a cup. Be nice. Yeah. Be I nice got that crap coffee at work mm-hmm. that we get for free, but it's like so bad that you have to have about like four cups to equal the amount of caffeine oh, in like yeah. a normal one. Yeah, it's not worth it. I think, no. I think my first cup is going to be. It's either going to be um, one that I make here, like a nice cup in the oh, morning. Oh, nice. Either that or... Oh, your I'll first go, cup back. Yeah, or I'll go and like get a nice... Yeah, I'm going to get like a nice iced coffee, actually. I like a good iced coffee lately. Nice. Yeah, you a little bit of milk. You know actually yeah. good coffee? It's uh, the bakery by us, Roses. Oh, really? Roses? Yeah. Roses and Joe's, I think that's what it's called. Roses, yeah. Roses and Joe's. Roses and Joe's? Yeah, I think that's Go to called. Roses and Joe's <laughs> on 31st Street and Dittmar's Boulevard. Yeah, they're excellent. And their bread is... Is kick ass. Nice. Yeah, well, I smell it every night. Yeah. Because they, they're always baking late at night. Oh, yeah. I'll have to try their coffee. Also, if you go a little further down, NYC Bagel, great coffee. Yeah. On 23rd oh, Avenue really? yeah. and uh, 29th Street, I believe. Head on down to NYC Bagel. <laughs> Get some. <laughs> Fresh coffee and uh, a nice bagel as yeah. well. We're just trying out yeah. different uh, sponsors and you seeing know what, if yeah. any of them stick, you know? You know who has really good coffee? Uh, you ever heard of a Starbucks? Starbucks. Yeah. Some people don't There's like it, Starbucks on 31st and Dittmars. What? I enjoy Go it. Starbucks what on is 31st Starbucks? and Dittmars. <laughs> I, like, can't... I, like, went, through, went a week because the coffee machine was broken. Mm-hmm. So I went a week where I just kept going to Starbucks. Mm. 
and starbucks coffee though like they kick you into gear like that coffee is so strong it's so strong that's why i even get decaf like, i get upset it's like they'll be like oh we ran out of decaf i'm like you they never are. they never have decaf they're like, I don't not, understand. They're like no we want our customers crazy right all the time real addicted yeah. i don't know maybe um it doesn't affect me as much because i've i've gone there like on the days where I'm like, oh shit, I I've had I already had like a couple cups of the coffee, the garbage coffee yeah. here, and so I'll go across the street and I've gotten like a coffee with a double shot in it, mm-hmm. and nothing. Really? Yeah, like oh, wow. barely any effect. Wow. Oh no, I've if I had if I went and had a Starbucks right now, like mm-hmm. even just like a small cup, I would be insane. I would just <laughs> I would like I'd be like I can't sit Let's still. Let's try it out. I wouldn't be able to podcast. Oh, actually, I might be able to, but I'd be talking like a mile a minute or something. Yeah. Like something, something bad would happen. We'll have to do an experiment episode on that. Yeah, with it, when I, I'll, I'll drink <laughs> my first cup, will be at the Starbucks, and then we'll, we'll podcast. We'll run on back. And then I'll just be like, yeah. Yeah, how about, you'll, you'll drink a lot of caffeine, and somebody drinks alcohol, and somebody else haven't had alco- does nothing. I haven't just, had and alcohol. Then- <laughs> you, have to have, yeah, you have to have like a control. Yeah. The placebo, and then we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I haven't yeah. had alcohol either in a couple of weeks, but like alcohol, I hadn't really been drinking so much anyway, so that that I don't miss as much. Yeah. Um, Have you guys noticed the that. huge difference in our ability to drink alcohol since college? Oh yes. Yeah. It's it's, it's pathetic. Yeah. Well, honestly, it's it's kind of changed for me where like I love beer, but I can't drink as much of it as I used to, like because mm-hmm. it actually hurts my stomach a lot. That's like yeah. the big problem I have with yeah. my stomach, um, in general, and um, so I'll have like a beer or two. Maybe at like the end of the night or something, and like that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not terrible, but I can't like I don't know. I've been switching more to like whiskeys or like things that are just lighter. Nice. And that just I mean, sit. yeah. And they they get you drunker too, but like they they don't <laughs> hurt my stomach as yeah. much. That's the important part. Like you don't yeah. want you want to enjoy it. And yeah, like yeah. there's like no carbs in that. No yeah. carbs that's, if that's you're wonderful. watching if you're watching your carbs. That's my yeah. problem. I I love beer. I like don't I don't yeah. like liquor. I don't like it at I, all. I understand. I mean, I that used to be me, just like mm-hmm. just beer all the time. I mean, beer to me will still always be the best. Yeah. Like a good beer is always going to, and also I like wine, but wine is not something I like to have out. Like I think it's a weird thing, like yeah. go out with friends, like getting some wine, getting it crazy. Right, wine like, like when you're staying in, relaxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like just staying in, especially on a night like tonight, like rainy, rainy yeah. night, like hanging out with some wine, like that's perfect. I don't know about you guys, but I find with I always get hangovers pretty quickly, but even without getting drunk, because mm-hmm. I just I don't know. Like I was saying, Isn't that the, the worst though. The when doctors you, say. You get drink. drunk and yeah. then you get a hangover and you're like, what gives? Why yeah. Why do you hate me, world? I think it's yeah. what the doctors were saying where I have to drink more water. Um, yeah. I it's guess all I'm, about hydration. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I think I'm starting out already pretty dehydrated. But I find like with a few, I'll have a few beers and then I'll get a, like a hangover. But with yeah. wine, I'll have one glass and I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, wine, wine, wine hangovers brutal. are bad. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's the worst. Maybe it's the sweetness. That, that's what it is the sugar mm-hmm. that's what it is get like a dry wine you you better mm-hmm. off but even that dry wines can can do that as well i, mm-hmm. I really don't understand it but i know the worst is if you get like a mixed drink and oh yeah. those hangovers are brutal i don't envy those yeah. at all and that that's really one of the reasons why i don't drink as much anymore in general is because i just really don't like hangovers and especially not drinking coffee if i if i yeah. have that without coffee like i'm done like I'm breaking down. <laughs> You're just gonna stay in bed for the rest of the weekend. I'll start on Monday. It's like yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not happening. I mean, that's why I drink Bud Light now. Like yeah. when I first graduated, mm-hmm. I was all yeah. about the craft beers. I was like, I'm not yeah. buying Bud Light. It's like water. Well, yeah, it's like water, and I won't don't get hung over from it. It's easier. <laughs> it's 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 lighter. It's good. That's Bud Light's a good like, um, or like Miller Light or any of the light beers are good. Like watching a game. 
Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's like a perfect thing because you can, they're e- they go down easy and mm-hmm. it's just, it's light. That's why people do it. I mean, that's why they're super popular. Mm-hmm. For the, yeah. And it, now I kind of understand it. Like for a while, I'm like, why? Like, you know, craft beers are so much better. They are. But like when you're watching a game, like if you want to like knock a few back, like those are much mm-hmm. better to have. No, we had an open bar at Barcade. Ooh. And that's a first world problem because it's all craft beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. And let's just say I took a half day the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> nice. That the one in Chelsea? Yeah. Yeah. That one does have a really good beer selection. Really good beer selection. Go to Barcade in Chelsea. Too good. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Barcade and first world problems and hangovers. <laughs> and Crazy Taxi. Cra- my oh my favorite. God. They had Crazy Taxi. Yeah. So good. That We damn. were just talking about yeah. that with Eric on the last podcast that's yeah, so funny i was saying i love crazy taxi crazy and, taxi's the best and the simpsons road rage which yes. was yes. which was uh based on crazy taxi so actually this is a perfect segue i was curious do you guys have a specific either video game or movie or tv show that mm-hmm. uh they made a sequel to mm-hmm. that you were completely utterly disappointed like you were super hyped about it, either a video game that they're coming out with a sequel of, or you love a movie and they're like, oh man, they're coming out with uh, Godfather Part 2 was amazing. They're coming out with Godfather Part 3. I'm sure that's going to be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys have an example of something like that that's happened to you where you've just been like, well, this ruins the, everything for me? Oh my God. Um, I've had that happen a couple times. Mm-hmm. And with movies. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say probably Pirates of the Caribbean 2. I was thinking oh, about Pirates of the Caribbean. That's a Caribbean. good example. That was, and, and then I kept going with 3 for some reason. Because mm-hmm. that was even worse, in my opinion. Yeah. And, oh, I just had another one in my head. Oh, well, I don't know if I would actually put this in the same category. I thought The Hangover 2. I was, was thinking of that too. Yeah, but because okay, the, yeah. the Hangover 1 was good. And then The yeah. Hangover 2 was a remake of the hangover one that was in a, a different location yep exactly it was the same exact movie so it was like still funny but i wasn't laughing my face off because i saw it all before yeah, it's like yeah. and then don't get me started on hangover three i never even got to yeah. it never even went to it. what happens in the hangover three spoilers so, ahead spoilers ahead. so what's hangover two again it's where they go to thailand, thailand. thailand. okay Bangkok. what was hangover three where'd they go i don't they like if i recall like I remember seeing like the trailers and stuff. Don't they go back to Vegas? Like it's like a little different or something. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe no. I even haven't seen it. Maybe that's what we should do after this podcast. Watch <laughs> oh, the over three. I think that's what needs to happen. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's interesting because you mentioned uh, pirates, and that's yes. kind of almost sort of what happened with the Matrix. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Where the first Matrix was amazing, and then the second Matrix was kind of. Wow, that was really disappointing. And similar to the second Pirates, where it left on kind of like a cliffhanger. Yeah. Well, well, that was like a weird thing where because two and three went together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was they kind were, of like that storyline. Yeah. Well, they were filmed at the same time or something, and they kind of split mm-hmm. them up into two movies. It was a weird thing because I remember when the second came out, I was like, "Oh, this is good, not as good as like the first one." And the third one, like I thought, kind of sucked. Yeah. And then looking back in it, you're like, "Why they even bother with those two? Like they should have just had the one movie and let mm-hmm. it stand." alone yeah and that would have been it but that never happens if a movie does well yeah because if a movie does well they're like nope. we got to capitalize on this shit yep that's the problem that's the big conundrum it's all about now, money and not about quality yeah but now that hollywood is is slowly crumbling you know maybe we'll yeah. we'll get to see some more like independent stuff with just like one and done movies and hopefully uh, I feel like Netflix is a game changer. Netflix is a huge game changer right now. Oh, the Cloverfield movie just came out. Oh, yeah. I need to watch that. I I do want to see the new Cloverfield. I loved the last Cloverfield with uh, with John Goodman. I mean, spoilers, but 
That movie was. I awesome. didn't real. Me and Anthony were watching it. I didn't realize it had to do with Clover. I guess I was like, okay, it's called Cloverfield. Does yeah. it have to do with it? Like well, I watched well, it a long time after it came out. Yeah, you don't really know though until like the end. You yeah. don't and really I, know. It was so well done. I enjoyed oh, that it, movie a lot. Well, the thing I can't tell yeah. is if it's. If it's just like if Cloverfield is kind of like a a moniker for like Twilight Zone kind of thing, like mm-hmm. anything in this universe that is J.J. Abrams, right? Yeah, that he's kind of set up that is kind of like this weird kind of thing going mm-hmm. down is a Cloverfield experience because there was like the Cloverfield monster and like this was a different type of spoiler. The ending was like a different type of alien kind mm-hmm. of yeah, but monsters. they're all, they're all like connected somehow. Yeah, somehow they're all connected. Yeah, and but I mean it was. It was that those are the, like the type of thriller movies that I love. I mean, the so first, good. The first was one so was good. great. I have to yeah. rewatch it though because I haven't seen it in mm-hmm. years. I saw it actually probably in theaters back when we were in college oh, when it yeah. first yeah. came out, and I thought it was great. And then the new one with John Goodman, or I should say the the second one now, right. was re- was awesome in a totally different way though. It was yeah. like a different. It wasn't really about aliens. Yeah, but it wasn't like, like at the end. Like yeah. Yeah, it yeah. didn't feel like a sequel though. Like it was really well done. Mm-hmm. And I like that both movies kind of stand alone as great movies. Unfortunately, I'm, what I'm hearing is this newer one. I haven't heard great things about it. I still want to see it and obviously give my own opinion. Yeah. Right. But like the reviews I've seen haven't oh, yeah. been like great. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. Fingers but, crossed. Yeah. But man, I do want to watch that last one. Uh, that was so good. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, that was so. That good. was. John I highly Goodman recommend that movie. Was, he. Oh my god. Fucking steals that movie. Yeah. He's steals so good. The movie. So I didn't know he could be like so frightening yeah <laughs> like, i love it when actors are versatile like that yeah when they can be really scary like usually you know they're happy-go-lucky characters and yeah well he's like one of like the best he's technically like he's a character actor really because he never mm-hmm. stars in anything he's never the that's lead just, yeah that's true like he's not the lead in that it's yeah. that it's uh what's her name mary elizabeth winstead is, is yeah technically i mean the lead. she was great too she, like, she, yeah, everybody she, in that movie was just spot on i mean it's and it's one of those things where what was there five actors in the whole movie yeah there, there was there was like the crazy lady yeah and yeah the other guy and mm-hmm. that was about it yeah yeah so good yeah nice I, that was a really good movie yeah fantastic something that you guys should uh all do is yeah. watch watch some of these movies so uh what we were we were talking about disappointments yeah but we got on to ones that aren't disappointments. right that's true so the, the i <laughs> yeah. guess the, the reason i brought it up was <laughs> good. it was i was thinking of a video game the other day mm. and i have honestly haven't thought about this in in a few years but i was on youtube and i found this guy called the creationist no wow the completionist the creationist the creationist he, would be very God? different the creationist would be very different god's uh, youtube channel yeah <laughs> it's he's the completionist so he mm-hmm. goes through a video game and completes completes everything, gets all the achievements, unlockables, whatever. And he ended up reviewing a video game that I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. And it's the Mass Effect series. Mm-hmm. I absolutely, if, you, if you don't know what it is, Mass Effect is essentially is futuristic game where you play this character, Commander Shepard. You could either be a, a male or a female. It's like, it's a kind of a, it's a Western RPG where you, the, the actions that you do shape the world. You can mm-hmm. have, they have these like incredible dialogue trees that you can go into like really deep conversations with your crew and in the world and the, your actions will shape future events in one way or another. And essentially it's one of those where you have to save the galaxy from an Im- impending threat that is like, it's one of those conspiracy or it's like oh th- that's just a rumor those those things don't exist mm-hmm. 
and of course they exist. So it's a combination of trying to convince people, hey, the bad guy exists on top of trying to fight the bad guy. And it's this amazing game. And you really, you do, because of the ability to have these conversations with, with the other characters, you end up falling in love with the characters. It's a very weird kind of yeah. thing, but like mm-hmm. they kind of feel real and then the second game came out and that was when it was under ea so the first game is bioware just mm-hmm. bioware mm-hmm. and the second game is bioware uh, funded by ea oh ea yeah so you might you might see where this is going Mm-hmm. The second game was still very good. It was more polished than the first one. There was there's things I can nit- nitpick about. Like they took out a few things, but they added in other things. Like they made the combat a lot more streamlined. They made the combat more fun, and mm-hmm. it just it. But it still had like a lot of those elements from the first game, where you you have now have to get like a new crew together and to fight like something related to the the bad guys from the first game. And again, you fall in love with these characters. You like you have this like deep connection. Pe- some people die. Like in the first game, you end up having to choose which one of your characters ends up living. Like there's there's a choice between two of them. Mm-hmm. Somebody in your team's going to die. So you like, I don't know, there's like an emotional impact to it. And then the third game came out. Mm-mm. And this had EA all over it. Because EA wanted to make as much po- money as possible. EA's even though the worst. Yeah, even though they had a huge like fan like fan base they decided we want to make sure that this appeals to everyone mm-hmm. so they created three modes to it there was a mode that if you just like the like interaction with it, people and you you don't you're like not so big on combat mm-hmm. there's that version there's the combat version where you have no interest in the dialogue with other characters so it's just combat and to becoming like a gears of war kind of game mm-hmm. and then there's the normal mode so i clicked the normal mode because i want to play the normal game just want to be normal yeah <laughs> it was great and i ended up having to re- i ended up restarting the game 10 times because i was like oh i must have clicked the combat mode because wow. they th- this this can't be right Mm-hmm. They stripped it down to like two things. You could say either uh, section A or section B. They removed any sort of like ability to have like deep conversations with people, investigate like and mm-hmm. like it was no longer my shepherd. Oh, that was the other thing. Like when these games came out, the creators of the game kept saying everything that you do in the game will transfer over to the next game and then the next game. So the decision you made to not save that village or whatever, that's going to have a repercussion in game three. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And they kept, so they kept building up this thing. And mm-hmm. they were saying like, whatever you did in the first and second game is going to result in a completely different ending for everybody else. The ending of the third game is going to be completely different mm-hmm. from every single thing. So it was a combination of removing like this ability to kind of like have deep conversations. I didn't care about any of the characters in the third game mm-hmm. as essentially boiled down to. And then the end game, no matter what you did in any of the games, you had three options. It was either like, and it was the same thing. It was like a big laser gets shoot out and shot out into space. And depending on what your choice is, the lasers, the laser is either blue, green or red. So that's the, that's it. That oh is the only difference between, the endings. So they uh, so they tell us that's that we're gonna have this special ending based on our decisions and and it's the color. <laughs> it's the color of the and like there's other things like specifically in the in the first game you have a decision of whether or not you want to save an alien race that was once thought to be extinct. You find they find like an egg, mm-hmm. they bring it to life, and you have a decision to either wipe it off the face of, of the galaxy or you can 
keep them alive. Now, the reason why you might want to wipe them out is because I guess thousands of years previously they ha- they were like very vicious. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is like a new leaf. You can say like, hey, we're going to give you a second chance or like we're not going to take that option. We're going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Let's say you save them. In the third game, the main baddies end up like enslaving them. And so they, mm-hmm. they brainwash them. And so then they're, now you end up having to fight them. And you're like, oh shit, like well, this, is, this is crazy. You wouldn't have to deal with that if you just right. kill them off. Well, you would think that. If you end up killing them off, you'd think, all right, well, I guess you wouldn't have to fight them in the third game, right? Mm-hmm. No. They just happen to find another egg. So like it's There's a no big point. so it's a yeah. big fuck you. It's like, all right, so that that weighty decision that I had to make in the first game of like, oh, do am I gonna be the type of person that wipes out an entire species from the galaxy? Mm-hmm. That it means nothing. Because they're gonna come fucking back in the end. Yeah. So it's just shit like that. So I, I know I'm rambling, but It's okay. It's e- EA just—it was something that I hadn't thought of in years, and like after watching this guy do the review, it came back to me, and I was like, "Wow, this third game destroyed this." this. Like before that, I would replay the first and second game all the time, mm-hmm. and I haven't picked up the game since. Yeah, I have yeah. no interest in that or any sort of Mass Effect game ever again. Well, yeah, I mean that's what happens when anything goes on for too long. Yeah, eventually you're gonna make crap, <laughs> and it's gonna and it'll. Like everything else will kind of be tainted. You just have to remember like, oh, the first one or two or whatever it is was actually good. You just got to be like, forget it. It's like the same with the Godfather 3. It's like, if we we forget about the Godfather 3, (laughs) Godfather 1 and 2 are great movies. That's true. You know? So you just got to kind of, you know, separate those things. I just feel, when it comes down to like money, I feel especially for video games. Like I was was a Call of Duty fan for a little while. But the problem was they would have to come out with a game every Christmas season. Yeah. I feel like they were just so rushed to make these games. They just weren't what they, their full potential. Right. And whereas, like, I feel like I'm a big Elder Scrolls fan. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Skyrim's, like, one of my favorite games I was playing earlier today. Nice. Finally beat Dawnguard. And, (laughs) like, it's upsetting because it takes a long time for the next game to come out for the Elder Scrolls series. But at the same time, I'd rather them take their time. Yeah. Yeah. Make a good game. Make something good. Absolutely. Other than like, you know, the Call of Duty franchise, like even with the EA and Battlefront, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, they're rushing to get these games out to get make the money instead of taking the time. And take the time to make something good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here we have Skyrim, which came out in 2011. So you're still playing. I'm still playing. I still haven't still done everything. That. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. I've, got, it's great. I've got all my N64 games over there. Yeah. You know, something yeah, you right. step away from them for a little playing. while, you I come back. I was just playing and, GoldenEye and, last night. Fantastic. Oh, and World is Not Enough, too. There you oh, go. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, Excellent. Yeah, you step away from that stuff for a little while, you come back to it, and it's just as fun as it used to be. Yeah. And that's that's what it always is. Do you guys have a favorite James Bond movie? Now, Fa- now you got me thinking. Favorite James, James Bond? James Bond movie. I haven't oh, watched geez. James. I mean, I haven't seen everything. I, yeah. I would say my favorite in recent years was probably Skyfall. Okay. Um, but like going back. Skyfall was really good. Yeah, I would, you know, I would have to rewatch a lot of the old ones, like there's like the Sean Connery ones, like Dr. No is a yeah. classic. So I would have to like go back, really watch like all of them mm-hmm. again and then kind of make a decision yeah. from there. My favorite is def- is Goldeneye, which is the Sean, Sean oh. Connery one. No, oh, not, gold, not Goldeneye, uh, Goldfinger. 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 And then there's the man with the golden gun. Yes, that that's was Roger, Roger Moore. Moore. Yeah. 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 So yeah, uh, Goldfinger is definitely my favorite. And it's like so cheesy. It's, yeah. it's but it's amazing. That's the one with it's Odd great. Job. No, it's I, the one with Ajab, yeah. Yeah. It was Ajab. Ajab's in Goldeneye, isn't he? He's in the Goldeneye video game. Oh, oh that's right. 
That's right. Okay. And you were an asshole if you picked him during multiplayer. Right. I know. That yeah, was always yeah, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always pick Sean Bean. He's my favorite. Oh, yeah. That's great. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good I love, one. you know, I Alec, finally watched is he's it. He's Trevelin, right? Alec Trevelin? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. The, yeah, the bad guy, right? Yeah. I watched uh, a couple days ago. I watched, uh, actually, like a month, the, month or so ago, I watched uh, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Oh, oh, my God. I would love to watch all the Austin Powers And now I want to watch. That's gold member again. I enjoyed gold member. I love gold member. They're all That's all great. three are fantastic. I love that. What's the guy with their version of odd job? Like random random task. Random task. <laughs> random task. Random task. He, throws, he throws shoes. Throws shoe. Although my favorite was always Mustafa in the beginning of the movies. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just I'm very badly burnt. <laughs> I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm still alive. That's but very badly burnt. Oh, it's so good. I can't remember the last time I watched it, but the other day I heard our windows were open and I heard the music like that. They have that. Yeah, I heard that coming from somebody else's apartment. I'm like, yeah. Those movies are such. I still quote those movies to this day. They're classic spoofs. They're so good. But Mike Myers, I don't know if he's ever gonna to recreate something like that again, unless no. they make another. Yeah. Has he been in anything since like the Love Guru? No, like so his. I think that kind of like destroyed his career. Yeah. I have like some. I don't want to like. I mean, not that Mike Myers listens to this, but I've heard <laughs> some like bad stories about him, like not being oh, a really? good person. Um, That's from people who have like worked, um, worked for him. Like that, mm-hmm. he's just like maybe he was just going through a bad time. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and maybe he like knew that. It was during the time of the Love Guru. Yeah. And maybe he knew that the Love Guru was going to be a, a steaming pile of shit. <laughs> but he, uh, but apparently, allegedly, he was not the greatest oh, on, that's a on, during that time. During that time when the movie was being made. So, oh, man. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's my Mike Myers story. The curious case of Mike Myers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think we should probably wrap it yeah. up, right? Um, uh, Boggs, you want to, like, yeah. give any sort of me- social media kind of stuff for, for either yourself or the band, just to kind of yeah. refresh people up with that? Yeah, yeah. check us out. Uh, Bush Hicks, the band, B-U-S-H-I-C-K-S. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're actually really excited. We're going to do some recording coming up. I don't know if oh, I'm allowed snap. to say that, Ooh. but finally say getting it. into Set the studio. You cool. heard it here. Mm-hmm. Or it's, maybe not if we cut this. Yeah, that's right. great. And guys, please check them out because they're a great band and they're great people. Got to come, it. Gotta come to their shows. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Go back in the past and see us on the 22nd. Yes, yes. yes. Get in your time <laughs> machines. Go back in time. But uh, look out for, you know, that's why you got to go to the Facebooks, Instagrams, all that stuff and look for future shows and yeah. future recordings, whatever's coming out. Yeah. Make sure you have take your vitamin C and stay healthy so you don't miss their show like I did. That's important too. Yeah. That's important too. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, thanks, Jess, for being on again. This was yes, a lot of fun. You. Thanks for having us, guys. Me. Uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks yeah. for having me, guys. <laughs> yeah, that that works. Yeah. That's fine. All right. My uh, multiple personalities. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Thanks for having all of us. What? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us. Are you thinking? You thinking what I'm thinking about, Richard Jenny? Yes. <laughs> I am. Other people. Also, check out Richard Jenny. He's got yeah. a great bit on multiple personalities. He's he was he was amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. We don't want to end this on a sad note, so uh, we'll just end it now. <laughs> <laughs> Happy note. We'll end it on a high note. Ah, uh, yes. The great, the great uh, <laughs> history, history of the world part one joke. Yes. Um, yeah. Thanks again, guys, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Bye.